Okay, so Max, if you could be any animal, what kind of animal would you be? I'd probably be a lion. Why? Why? Just because they're you know the jungle, their mindset, their mentality, just you know, kill or be killed, you know. I always say a lion. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you come to know like God? How did this economy start? Alright, um, I feel like growing up, I always knew about God. In a way, you know what I'm saying? I I went to church growing up, like my mom would take me to church, but I didn't really know like what it meant to really follow God, like be a Christian, I'd say. So it really started in college for us, you know, like it started off with like questions like, you know, how are we here? Like, what's my purpose? Like, is God real? You know what I'm saying? So I remember like my sophomore year um, of college, I was going through some things with football and I was just at, my, at a low point and, you know, I just needed someone to look to. And, you know, that's when I really try to like, Start reading the Bible, start trying to get, you know, a relationship with God. And then I actually had a friend named Adrian Hope that kind of actually guided me through, uh, you know, knowing about Jesus and answering the hard questions I had. So that, that's what kind of really started it off. Is that like when we met you? Yeah. Remember, like we went to his baptism and stuff? Yeah, that that's was when so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, yeah, I was like pumped in one day to just go to that church and I had no clue you went there. Right. And they kind of find out it's the day you're getting baptized. Right. I know yeah, that's really that's, cool. That's when I got baptized. So throughout your process and out like through your journey, what is kind of your backstory? Like what were you before you came to know Christ? Like what what is that like for you? Because I think so often people overlook what they came through to know right. where they're at spiritually now because I think that just shows how much of a man of God you've become. Right. So what does your background look like? Are you like in terms of like who I was before? Yeah. I mean how has God changed you in this time? I feel like he really changed my heart my mind like a lot of the things I used to do like I don't partake in anymore maybe partying and stuff like that or just doing things outside of the will of God if that makes sense like right yeah now I have more wisdom you know what I'm saying like yeah I, I choose what I do carefully like right and I always go through him to mm. make a decision on what I want to do so that's I say that's the biggest thing you know just changing who I am as a person but it's like it's not like he changed who I was but like I find I you find it, your desires. right and like my desires and my identity was not in him. You know what I'm saying? Cause like I'm still me, but like now I have a purpose and my identity in Christ. If that makes sense. Right. So you're a football player. Tell right. us what you do on the field. Uh, running back. Um, running back. For the people that don't know what a running back is, explain to them exactly your job. What are your uh, responsibilities? Basically, uh. I have a lot of responsibilities. I run the football, I pass block, I run block, I catch outside the backfield. Basically, we just do a lot on offense. And, uh, yeah, we're kind of a, the, the horse work of the team, the workhorse. Of the so team. how would you say, let's say, how would you say you handle your spirituality in sports? Because I know, like, just from what me and Liza have been through, it can get kind of sticky with, like, the industry of sport. There can right. be, like, a lot of compromising, possibly, of your integrity to do certain things right. or just, like, sort of the culture nowadays. So how right. do you handle, I guess, God in football? Like, how does that work? I feel like, I don't know, football, I feel like God blessed me with football, you know. I try to, I try to separate the two in a way. I don't try to, like, I don't base my relationship with God off what happens in football. You know, I feel like that's a Yeah, so you kind of know, like, your purpose. Right. Like, 
you're made to be an athlete. Right, right. But your purpose isn't football. Like, right. football's not going to be, like, Even your god, so to speak. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, football is what I do. It's not what I Right. So, outside of football, what do you feel like your purpose is right now? Outside of just being an athlete, Max, right. who is Max? Right. I think I'm still trying to figure that out. You know, being young and, like, especially as a young Christian, like, not a lot of not a lot of people our age are doing following right, God. Right, so, right. I it's feel hard. like we're still trying to figure out what my purpose is. Like I'm still trying to figure out what God has set for me. Like this is all about being patient and waiting mm-hmm. and seeing what that is. What do you feel like in sport has been a time where you have had to rely on God? I mean, obviously you want to make it to that next level. Right. How do you feel like you can pursue your relationship with God in that? Because ultimately if that is your purpose, then God has to have a play and a hand in that somehow. There's so many people that are trying to make it where you want to go. Right. How do you feel like God can help you in that? I feel like just working in the impossible. You know, I feel like as long as, long as I control what I can control and put in the work, he'll meet me halfway. I feel like, like I'll give you a quick testimony. Last year, I, I got hurt during fall camp, mm-hmm. and I kind of dropped to the bottom of the depth chart. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was really struggling because, you mm-hmm. know, at that time, Football was everything to me. Like mm-hmm. that's where I was. That's why I thought I was, and that's mm-hmm. I thought that football was everything. So I, I went through a little injury. I got I was I healed up by the third week of the season, but you know I still wasn't playing. I still wasn't you know like getting the play time I wanted to. But things happened where I was able to end up starting a couple right. games during that year. So you know I think just God working the impossible and knowing that my destiny and my purpose is in His hands, not anybody else after that what do you think so let's talk about a young athlete let's talk about somebody who's been in your shoes who's come from where you've come from who has you know had the same issue of okay i've known god i don't know god what is a piece of advice you could give to someone seeking that right now or what is one thing that you would say to them that you wish you could have said to yourself i feel like you just the initial part would just be probably just reading the word Find a group of people who are willing to help you. Like, I think that's the best way is just to read or just connect with God through His Word. That's how He'll speak to you. And it's okay to ask the hard questions. Like, if you have somebody older than you, and it's okay to ask hard questions. If you don't know, you truly want to find out. So I'll just say, try to find a community of people who would support you, either as friends, family, or just go to church one day, or just open the Bible and just read it. I feel like in today's culture, people kind of put God on the backside and it's like not seen as a cool thing to do and especially since you're in college there's obviously like the option to go out and party there's the option to do like a lot of different things and if someone is I guess what would you say like a younger kid coming into like college or even like a high school football recruiter you know you have people touring this campus all the time right things of that nature what is a piece of advice you give to someone coming to this campus who's now left maybe who they were with and who they were asking those hard questions because that's going to be tempting to walk away from God in general. What do you feel like God does for you specifically? How do you feel like God talks to you specifically? How do you feel like you can connect with those people to lead you to those places on campus? Like, how do you get in a group? Like, how do you okay. find people? All right, okay. I feel like God would, like, just let it happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want you to just go out looking because you got to be careful. Right, right, right. I just feel like it, 
God will handle that part of stuff, you know what I'm saying? But so, reading, like, direct your yeah, steps to people. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Reading the word, that's really the main thing I'll say. That's yeah. how God It's, like, practical right. application of, like, actually reading God's word. Right, I agree exactly. with you. Yeah. So, like, what was, like, a really hard question that you struggled with that you think other people might deal with, too? Especially other athletes. Okay, I'll say probably, like, um, do I have to, like, a lot of people who engage in alcohol. Keep it real. Yeah, I yeah, keep real. it real. It's the holy hood, so, okay? like, I feel like it's I feel been like a little tense. a lot tense. of people who engage in, like, you know, alcohol, smoking, like, do I have to stop smoking? Like, God made weed, and, you know, God, weed is from earth, like, questions like that, you know what I'm saying? Or, like, mm-hmm. uh, um, do I have to stop talking to these girls and this, this, and that, like, those type of questions, or, like, oh, if, um, where did God come from, or who created God, or just questions that, curiosity questions. Mm-hmm. Like, right, right. Those questions. So, in that, I just feel like even like like she's answering the question now for some people i think that no don't give up weed if your heart says no i mean like god is when you get saved and when you cross that line god's going to tell you what you need to lay down right. it has to be your personal conviction right do i agree with smoking weed absolutely not i think that you know it says be sober-minded in the right. bible right. do i believe in engaging in activities with women who you haven't prayed about you just let in your personal right. space or even men, because I think, you know, women need to be more cautious and have lower than values than they have now. But it, you need to let God work on your heart how he works on your heart. You, this is a grace that you right. run at your own pace. God right. is going to convict you. God's going to lay on your heart what you have right. to do. Exactly. And I think that that's one of the biggest things that college students don't often process is, right. yes, I'm, I'm saved, but I still have faults. Right. And yes, I'm saved, but God is still right. working on me in this area. Right. So. While I may be doing this, and you see that's wrong, God's still working in my exactly. heart. That exactly. Kind of yeah, that's that's true too. Cause like, I mean, you can't just go cold turkey, right? You can't just right. Like right. stop it one day. It, it takes. Time. It's kind of what you said about right. how like God changes your desire for yeah. things. So right. like, as you like give your heart to Him, and you let Him like work on you, He's gonna like obviously yeah. direct your steps and where He wants you to go and what He needs you right. to get away from. Right. Cause it, like, okay, this is so funny, but I saw an interview where like Snoop Dogg was talking about weed with athletes, and he was saying about like, why would you want to like, he obviously smokes weed, but right. people were like, why would you let an athlete do it? Like, that's supposed to be, like, their prime, like, they're trying to get their best, and, like, right. weed could be, like, interfering with that. But that's kind of, like, how I look at it, too. Like, just because something might be considered good exactly. doesn't necessarily mean it's the best for you personally. Exactly. And it could yeah. be that, you know, we could be, like, I know weed, like, helps people, like, de- decompress, especially. I know a lot of right. athletes that are, like, weed really helps me decompress, but that's what prayer is supposed to do exactly. too so like if you take some of those issues right. to god you might not even right. need the weed like what is right. like if weed's being used to distract you from something right. then i think it's a problem I but often, i feel right. like we digress there a second mm. but um i think that's important though like people like that's something people don't want to touch right um, so people need to hear that kind of stuff and yeah. even like okay even you max like the women that you like being a D one football player, you're like, Oh my gosh, wow, like an athlete, that's so amazing. Like, even just having discernment to know who is for you and right. who is not. Because right. it's operating in that understanding of, okay, he's really bad, but that she's bad girl, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's not your bad girl. Right. Okay, like that's <laughs> not for you. Right. So kind of what's your take on that? Like how do you Yeah, honestly deal with this is interesting. In Go ahead. Because Go ahead, like, Max. You're a cute little kid, so tell right. the women how you feel. 
like like you were saying, like when it comes to stuff like that, I feel like you just gotta be careful. You know, it's just like be mindful of who, like, cause it's not easy. Like, right. you're not gonna sit here and say it's like it's easy, or you just gotta. It's human nature right, right, to have right. that desire. Yeah. So. so it's like you just gotta fight it. You know, fight the flesh. You know, what I'm saying and just like that's why I say I, it's so important to read because like if you don't read. The words are not in your heart. They don't stay in your right. heart. But if you're always reading, now you know exactly what you read. And right. now I, I could go back to this scripture. It says, don't do this or don't do, do that. that. Yeah. No, that's that's your weapon. That's the same way. Right. Because right. even when you seem like when Jesus was being tempted um, in, in the garden, in, not in the garden, and um, when he was being tempted by uh, the devil to eat on his 40-day fast. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Okay, yeah. yeah. The way the way Jesus fought off the devil is by reading the word back to the devil. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? That's and that's our that's our weapon against stuff like that. Right. Just to like the, the word. That's our, so that's speaking our of like weapons, right. what exactly? So you kind of touched on like football is like what you feel like you're kind of called to do. It's right. not like you have a purpose outside of football, but you still feel like football is kind of your right. like your promise. What exactly would you say? So kind of two questions here in yeah. one, but like. What would you say has kind of been like your step of faith, maybe with like football, and how have you like had to combat the enemy with that? So like, how has he maybe tempted you to like walk off course, or like, is there anything like specific there? Like, how do you notice that? Outside of football, like kind of both. Like, how do you? Let's go. Let's go football first. What's your one you feel like you could share better? I feel like football. Like, I feel like it's gonna take care of itself. I, I I don't really worry about football too much, especially what God has done already with football. Like for me to even be here at Coastal playing D one football, that's already blessing itself. So I don't I don't worry about football too much. I feel like it's more outside, mm-hmm. like distractions. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever it's like. I, well, I'm at a point where it's not really. I feel like God is trying to work with me internally. More internally, like right. outside stuff, He's like refining feel, you. right? You know, some the outside stuff is just like, all right, like you can, you, you get to a point where you can deal with the distractions and the temptations a little bit. I feel like it's just more of the inside and the heart and who he's trying to become or what he's trying to get you to and what you have to do and being obedient and hearing what he's saying and doing the things that he says because you got to hear God and do what he says. So I kind of like what you said there about being obedient because yeah. that's something that. Like, me and Liza were kind of talking about this before we got started here. Like, the last season of our life has really been dependent on, you know, we hear God say something, and you got to act on it and be obedient, even if you might look a little crazy or something. So, I feel like a lot of people think when they hear obedient, like, oh, God's saying you have to do something. Like, that's not fun. And it might not always be fun, but, like, how exactly would you describe, like, what is God maybe asked you to do that you feel you have to be like, besides just like daily things, like is right. there something that really you feel like God's like, yeah. Max, you got to do this because right. I'm asking you to. Like, like sometimes even it'd be the smallest things, just like invite somebody to the Bible study. Stuff yeah. like that. Or like so just, like following like yeah, the promptings, like yeah. the Holy Spirit. Or even share your t- testimony. Like that's, I feel like that's the easiest thing you could do mm-hmm. is share your testimony with somebody. If you tell somebody what you went through, you don't know if they're going through the same thing. That could help them. Like, cause right, what we go through right. is it's for us, but it's also for other people. Go ahead, Max. You know what I'm saying? Free, it's also yeah. to help other people and guide other people. So I just, so I feel like. So 
let's touch on that. How in college, I mean, it sometimes it feels so awkward to share your story to to people you don't know. And sometimes, you know, I know me personally, I felt led to just, you know, go up to somebody and be like, hey, listen, God is really telling me to pray for you. And I don't know if you're a spiritual person, but God is really laying in my heart right now. And sometimes he'll give you like a prophetic word or sometimes or it's just the obedience of, hey, like a simple compliment. How do you kind of maneuver that? Like, how do you feel God asks you on a daily basis to share that with people? Or how have you in the past shared that with somebody just in college being yourself, but also listening to the voice of God? Can you read that question one more time? I'm sorry. That was kind of a lot. Kind of a lot. But yeah. how do you feel? How easy is it for you to just do that? Because I know okay. sometimes it's so awkward. Right. Like, how do you overcome that awkwardness and just do it? I think it's because what I know it'll do for the person because it would have done for me. I feel like I love that answer. Yeah, like I'm more that, excited to do it yeah, than like right. scared to do it because mm-hmm. like, right, bro, if I tell you what's up, like if I share you the truth, the gospel, like mm-hmm. it's gonna change your life how I did mine. So it's more like an excitement. Like at first, I used to be scared to share my testimony, but now I'm open to it. Like if you ask me like how I met God, I'm willing to tell you. Right. Like, I could go on and on and on, and uh, I, I come to a point where I'm, I'm just willing and excited to tell anybody about my testimony, what I've been through. Right, I love that. So you, I remember talking about how Adrian was kind of, like, impactful in your kind of, like, coming into all this. Who do you feel like you're impacting now? Like, are you, like, you someone's Adrian? Yeah. I'll say, uh, I feel like I, I, I've impacted maybe some of my teammates a little bit, just seeing what I've done mm-hmm. and looking at me and seeing God, you know what I'm saying, reflecting his glory. Like your fruit. Yeah. I haven't discipled anyone one on one really, but I just been playing in small seeds, you know, stuff like that. I feel like people always overlook that small starts, those small right. beginnings, the small opportunities. I think that's most of the time where God works the most. Right. Is just that little that little piece that you just did. You right. you just shared some some light and you don't even realize what you just shared, but right. God used your mouth to share that to somebody who needed to hear that. I think it's Always funny to see how, like, the small ends up developing into something so big when you add God to the equation. Well, I think, too, it's like you were saying just acting like a Christian, like just being that, like being the part. Because if you're not the part, then what's the point? Like, if you're not doing that daily, what's the point? Exactly. So let's talk about football. What are, like, some of your goals with football? Or, like, what what are some, like, five years? What's your five-year plan? Like, what's your goals? Honestly, I try not to think that far. Five years is too far. I get, I, o- know, like, I get overwhelmed, crazy. too. No, I, I, I get overwhelmed. Yeah. But, like, you say football is your promise. So, right. like, are you looking for, like, NFL? Like, yeah, that's, what's the, that? I mean, that's the goal. That's the NFL. I, I, you know, I still got two more years left to play after this season. So, it's that's the goal. The, the end goal is NFL, you know. So, I just take it day by day. Like, live in the moment because I enjoy my teammates. I enjoy the wins. I just enjoy them now because, like, you only get yeah, yeah, I think I really want to touch on this because I've personally through the last year walked through a situation where I've watched someone try really hard to get to that level. Right. And someone who who just like you and I, they, they're a Christian, they believe in God, right. you know, like they believe in like having the anointing right. on you to like do something like that. Right. And I've just kind of watched how it's been really hard because it's sort of like, it's very easy to take things in your own hands right. instead of rely on God like you're doing right now because, right. like, obviously it's a lot of pressure to get to that level. Right. So I guess where I'm going with this is you keep saying, like, I just take it day by day. Like, I trust in God to, like, you know, handle those parts. Right. What would you tell someone 
who's either trying to get into college or maybe even just like yourself getting to the NFL, like how are you are you praying about it? Like how does it how is how are you so calm to like let God take care of it? I would say like you said, praying, you know what I'm saying? And then just like what he's done already. Like you know, he's done like I see him like your history with Right, you know, I've seen God work already, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So it's like that's where my faith comes from, and I love God. Like, and I truly believe that God will give you the desires of your heart. You know what I'm saying? But I don't like the thing is with that too. Like, like I said before, I don't hold my what happens with football. It doesn't determine my relationship with God. Like, if it doesn't work right. out, it's okay. Like, life goes on. Right. Like, right. I think I have to believe. Like, I think that's that is. I'm about to go off. But I think that people so oftentimes get caught up in the result of God instead right. of just God. Exactly. Where's where's your focus? Oh, that was a word. I felt that. Yeah. People get so caught up in the result instead of just the focus and the relationship with God. Right. Didn't go your way? Okay, right. well, then God probably either has better or right. you're not even actually in the will of God right. and you're not even hearing what he actually right. had planned for you. Because, and this is one thing I will touch on. We get caught up in those results and then this is what happens. We then create the plan in our mind and then we get, oh, Oh, this all this doubt. Oh, right. is God gonna do that? Right, right. Oh my gosh! Wow, right. like I'm not seeing Him come through for me. Right. Okay, well, you created your own unrealistic expectations. Right. You can't have an expectation of God other than knowing what He's already done for you. Right. You have to let God consistently work, or that's when the enemy's gonna doubt. Right. That's when defeat, fear, all that comes to your mind when you have this unrealistic expectation of a result that you think God is supposed to give you mm-hmm. rather than just letting God give you what he needs to give you. I think that's where people get so lost and confused. Right. So do you deal, like, how do you deal with doubt? So I know you read the word, like, do you just get back yeah. to the word? Do you have, like, a favorite verse you recite? Like, how do you deal with doubt? Because I'm sure you get, yeah. I'm sure it comes in at points. Yeah. Like, there's the moments. I mean, yeah, moments, like, you have doubt. That's how I am. People are like, yeah. don't you doubt? And I'm like, yeah. I don't know. Because, like, like, like yeah, I just yeah. have to trust. Yeah, like, I feel like, like sometimes it's you. If you honestly, if you're really walking with God, if right. you're really in that relationship with him, right. I think people feel like there's always this this doubt. There's right. always this fight against the right. enemy. If you're listening to God, if you're really in his word, right. if you're really in his will, you don't necessarily always have those situations. Right. And I think people get, they, they actually almost let the enemy play in them because they feel like they have to. Right, exactly. If that makes sense. Right. Like, when you're a Christian and you walk with God daily and you're actually in your word and you're actually listening and you're actually following God, you don't always have an attack from the enemy. Right, there exactly. can be times right, exactly. and moments, but you, if yeah. you're really following God, it's a lot easier yeah. to be like, he's a mouse with a microphone, yeah. take the microphone back. Like, I actually agree with that. I feel like sometimes we give too much power to the right. devil, like, to the enemy. Like, I feel like we always feel like the the, the enemy is always doing his job. Like, he's always attacking us. He's always doing what he's supposed to do. But, like, we never feel like God is doing what he's always supposed to do. Like, right, that's, that's really one good. thing that, like, I don't know. I don't want to say a pet peeve. But I feel like a lot of people just constantly oh. just, like, saying, oh, the My enemy. My pencil did. broke. It must yeah. have been the devil. Yeah, like, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, uh, like I think sometimes. Let's it's... not give him too much credit. Like, right, on, right. Like, and yeah. I think that's part of the issue, too. Like, you have this. I mean, the devil's very real. Very right. going to come at things that, you know, He's going to do that. Right. That's his job. Yeah. That's his responsibility, right. you know? But in a sense, God has a responsibility right. exactly. to work all things for our good, to yeah. prosper us, to, yeah. you know, 
nothing shall prosper. Yeah. So I feel like people just oftentimes overlook the result right. of God rather than, you know, just letting the enemy play in their mind. Like right. if you're really walking with God, you don't have right. that many situations that you cannot overcome. Exactly. At one point it just comes, okay, he did that. I'm going to yeah. go back and pray because I know God's right. got something coming through for me anyways. Right. Cause it's still, I mean, it's still life. You still, gonna, it's right. life. Things happen. Like, right. You get a flat tire, okay? Like the devil's not attacking you. You probably just had a flat tire. Like, you when know, was what the last time like, you put air in that? Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, it's, life it just happens sometimes. So, what do you have? Like a specific verse that you kind of live by? Like, do you have like a passage or like what? What do you like go time. to? What's like your? Because like me and Liza, we love Psalm. Is it Psalm eighteen? Yep. Yeah, I always get Psalm and Proverbs mixed up, yeah. but it's Psalm 18. It's it like, it goes hard. hard. It goes yeah, hard. it's all about like. Hold on. Should I read it? Yeah, you can read it. It goes about like, um, it's kind of about like. It basically, it's it's like a war prayer. Yeah, it's and, like a war prayer. And Thank basically. You, I, I always equate it to sports, so I'm yeah. always like. Basically, it's like God gives you the power to trample your enemies and you feet and crush fine dust. He gives you the ability to scale a wall. Mm. He gives you feet like deer to run, like. I don't know. It just makes you it want to run through like a, a wall to bow to bend a bow of bronze stuff like that. Like it just is very much so. Just is, it's just hard. It just goes hard. Yeah, like yeah. when you're in the middle of a spiritual battle, you're in the middle of spiritual warfare. Pull that out. Like yeah. God gives me the ability to trample yeah. on my enemies like dust in the sh- like like yeah. dust. Like yeah. he, he so. Do you, you have power. any? That's have anything? Yeah, I'll say Matthew four. Verse four is I think it says man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceed at the mouth of God. Which what it means to me is basically like I mean, we all need like essential needs like clothes, cars, but like at the end of the day it's like the word is gonna feed you. Like right. that's what's gonna guide good, you. Max. You know what I'm saying? That's what's gonna feed you life. That's guide like, yeah. I love that. There's one specifically and I said this to somebody the other day. I talked to this kid and I'm like, he really struggles. And I sent this to him the other day because it's for him, it's all sports all the time. Mm. And there's a scripture in there, and it says that training in the spirit is more powerful than just training. Mm. Think about that for a second. Because training in the spirit, you're you're in that prayer room, you're reading your word. Right. What can God do for you? Like if I'm like you, if you was on the field all the time and you weren't with God, are you really going to get anywhere? Right. No, because no. it's out of his will. Right. So I, just, I always love that scripture because I just think God really like, you're a spiritual athlete. I right. look at myself being a Christian. I'm an athlete. Literally, right. our goal is to run the race with endurance. Right. So, I think like when you think about the training part, train your heart to listen, right. train your ears, train your mind to focus on right. that viewpoint of God rather than just walking away from everything. I always think that one's just so powerful alone. Agree. So, Max, what are what are some things that you feel people don't want to ask? What are some topics that you feel like people don't want to touch in regards to God? I feel, I feel like, like that's tough. Because yeah, we kind of, like, I feel like the biggest things that we deal with is, like, partying as a college, yeah, as like and a college girls. Student. But we kind of already went over that. So maybe turn it to, like, sports-wise. Like, I feel like, all right, I'll say this. We're young, right? And you're in college. So sometimes you're like, all right, I'm still young. I still in college, like, can I just, like, have fun for now, and then I'll see you later, you know what I'm saying? I feel like that's the tough thing, is, like, knowing that you're in an environment where you're by yourself, you know, your parents are not around, you can literally do anything you want, 
or you know follow God. Like a freedom. Yeah, like you, you know have like a freedom. Exactly. So it's like. So know. what makes you like say you know what I'm just gonna follow God instead? Same. Like how do you get to that point where like God's more important? Because I experienced those things and it's not worth it. Like, That's I done yeah. did those things and it's worth it's not worth it. It didn't fulfill me how I thought it would. Right. You know what I'm saying like God was what fulfilled me like. That's what I would say. What? Okay, so this is like, just we're just gonna keep it real right now. So, obviously, like before you, before you were saved, before you came, like before Adrian, everything. Obviously, you just touched on that. You wanted, you wanted to experience that. What is like the main void that you feel like you had to fill before God took that over? Like what? What did you struggle with the most pre that? I feel like before that, I didn't know what I was struggling with. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Like I felt like I was missing something, but I just didn't know what it was. It was just like, because I didn't know what I was doing was wrong in a way. Does that make sense? Right. It was just mm-hmm. my yeah. life. It was like natural. Yeah, it was Everybody my life. Does, yeah. Right. It's just natural. But it's like, it's like, like over time, I was just like, like what's like what's wrong? I feel like not fully at peace, not truly happy. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what really just. God filled it for me, like, when I started to, like, because I already realized it was not worth it before I knew, like, who God, who truly God was and who he, what he, what he did and stuff like that. I just, um, oh, yeah, I didn't start, but, uh. You're good. Yeah. Um, so what's, like, one last thing you would leave people with that I, you would want to let people, like, what is max? Like, what is one last thing I, you're going to impact people with? One thing I'll say is struggle is going to come. Like, please don't think, like, it's going to be a honeymoon phase forever. For real, yeah. Like, you're going yeah. to go through things. Yep. It's battles and blessings. You just got to persevere. You just got to persevere and keep going because after that honeymoon phase, there's going to be some things that, you know, God's going to try to release you from or just keep going. That's, that's my biggest thing. I feel like. We don't talk about the struggles sometimes, maybe, like, with following God. Like, not the struggles, but you're going to go through things. You go right. through stuff. Yeah, you I go, think that yeah. people overlook that, too. Right. Like, it's not, like, but butterflies and rainbows. Right. But yeah. it's also, you can, if you let yourself right. just follow God, overcome everything. Right. right. And so some of the keep stuff. pushing is so valid. Yeah, and some of the stuff we struggle with is, like, actually God trying to, like, prepare us for the next right. part of what he wants us to do. Right. So that can feel uncomfortable, too. But that's where people, I think, also get confused. Like, is that the enemy or is that God because right. you know he he release you from stuff just as quick as the enemy will right. try and give you something exactly. like that and I think that's where it's like God's gonna come through and he's just gonna shape you and change you and like you said just change your desires right alright well this was fun Max was fun. thanks for coming to the thanks for coming to the hood appreciate you for having me <laughs> <laughs>